Hey there, folks. Will China's Evergrande liquidation trigger a domino effect on the global real estate market? I'm Aaron Young. Let's find out. Now, streaming right around the world, this is Ticker Today. Great to be with you wherever you are joining us from. Also on Ticket Today, jewellery company Pandora made a green leap shifting exclusively to 100% recycled precious metals. More on that in a moment, but first. And we kick it off with Ticker Hotshots and Veronica Dudo in New York. Veronica, great to see you now. US President Joe Biden confirming three US service members were killed, at least 34 wounded in a drone attack by Iran-backed militants on US troops in Jordan. It's, I guess, the first deadly strike against US forces since we've seen the Israel-Hamas war erupt. And it leads to those big questions we've been talking about over the past few weeks about whether or not this could actually erupt and grow into a broader regional war. Absolutely. This was a major fear for President Joe Biden and, of course, other countries that have stood with Israel. They have been concerned that this could expand and that it could spill out into neighboring nations in the Middle East. Now, we already know that there have been several uh, attacks, also ones that have been intercepted. This has been happening with different military uh, bases and also uh, on air carriers that have been happening also near the Red Sea. Now, this particular attack in which three Americans have been killed, those identities have just been released, and dozens others were wounded. This happened early in the morning while they were sleeping in their airbase, which is known as Tower 22 in Jordan. So clearly, this is something that a lot of defense experts are saying was calculated, knowing that these troops would be sleeping and basically sitting ducks. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about whether it was calculated or an accident, because we understand that this drone was actually following back a U.S. drone when it entered the base. And one of the reasons for the deaths is apparently that the U.S. servicemen who were there, servicemen and women, were really confused as to what was happening when all of a sudden the blast went off. Um, Lloyd Austin, of course, the U.S. Defense Secretary, who has gone missing, that has been a big story over the past few weeks, is back on deck and spoke. Have a listen. And we will take all necessary actions to defend the U.S. and our troops. Now, at this important time, I'm glad to be back uh, at the Pentagon. I feel good and am recovering well, but still recovering. Uh, And I appreciate all the, the good wishes that I've received thus far. And obviously a lot of criticism as well. We've been speaking about that over previous weeks too, Veronica. But certainly when it comes to an incident like this, it shows just how quickly it can unfold and escalate and whether we will now see the United States hit back at this group. Um, It's interesting that we've seen Tehran really distance themselves and say, look, they may be Iran backed, but we had nothing to do with this one. Absolutely. And Lloyd Austin, he went on to say that the United States will take any uh, means necessary that, you know, they will consider all options on the table. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Let's talk on our next topic. United Airlines CEO reportedly opening discussions with Airbus, exploring potential alternatives for the airline's expansion following recent fallout from that Boeing 737 MAX aircraft. Uh, Let's have a listen first uh, to what we actually saw, Veronica, from the CEO of Boeing, who was being asked about these things on Capitol Hill late last week. Flying on your plane. We fly safe planes. We don't put airplanes in the air that we don't have 100% confidence in. 
I'm here today in the spirit of transparency to, number one, recognize the seriousness of what you just asked. Number two, to share everything I can with our Capitol Hill interests um, and answer all their questions because they have a lot of them. It's really not a, a great situation when the Boeing CEO has to be out there talking like this. Interesting, we've seen Ryanair based uh, in, in Ireland, of course, the famous European carrier um, that uh, doesn't charge much but doesn't give much. They're saying that anyone who ditches their Boeing 737 orders, they're happy to take them. But Airbus, of course, always snapping at their heels. Absolutely. And we're starting to see a little bit uh, into what's happening behind the scenes. Is this something that they are extremely concerned about? Because right now the FAA has not given the all clear. And so there's some 171 Boeing uh, 737 Air Max 9s that, you know, have still been sidelined. This is also something that could potentially uh, now be affecting their Max 10 line. So if we're talking about, uh, you know, a couple hundred of these Boeing Max models being down for the count for the foreseeable future, obviously these airlines want to be making money. They're in business to make money. So they're looking for potentially a plan B. And that could be what we're seeing in some of these talks. Yeah, very much. Um, and interesting, we have seen over the weekend that um, uh, Alaska, which of course was the airline that lost part of that plane door, um, that th when that flew out from the aircraft, the, the 737 MAX 9 has actually put some of those planes back in the air. But as you say, the big concern is about the relationship between Boeing and the FAA, uh, what that means going forward, whether we can trust both, whether we can trust the factory. We've seen the CEO of Boeing down on the floor uh, in, in Carolina. They're talking to people and, and saying to the staff, we really need to focus on quality and to take a day to focus on quality. The question will be whether or not it is enough. Uh, Veronica, host of In America Today here on Ticker. Always appreciate your time. Great to be here. Pandora, the world's top jewelry retailer, has stopped using mined silver and gold and will now only manufacture recycled precious metals. This move requires less energy to produce while also adhering to the responsible jewelry council's chain of custody standard. It aligns with industry trends as competitors emphasize their 100% recycled materials. Pandora's commitment extends to transparent supplier assessments, showcasing a notable example of environmental, uh, environmental responsibility in the jewelry sector in a bid to reduce the amount of mined silver and also gold available. Chinese property giant Evergrande has been told to liquidate by a Hong Kong court in a move set to send ripples through financial markets around the world. It comes after the world's most indebted developer was crushed by more than 300 billion US dollars in liabilities. In a moment, we'll speak with David Jang from China Insider to find out what it all means. First, so a look at how the Evergrande disaster unfolded. Chinese property giant Evergrande has been told to liquidate in a move set to send ripples through financial markets. A Hong Kong court gave the order Monday morning. It comes after the world's most indebted developer was crushed by more than $300 billion in liabilities. The firm defaulted on its debts back in 2021, throwing the country's whole property market into turmoil. Now the liquidation order is likely to deepen the crisis in the sector and jolt China's fragile capital markets. Beijing was already grappling with an underperforming economy and stocks wallowing near five-year lows. Now any new hit to markets could undermine revival efforts and ramp up demands for more stimulus measures. 
Evergrande had been working on a $23 billion debt revamp plan with bondholders, but those efforts were scuppered last September when billionaire founder Hui Kayan was put under investigation for suspected crimes. A liquidation petition was first filed back in June 2022, but the proceedings were adjourned multiple times as Evergrande scrambled for a survival plan. At least three other developers have already been ordered to liquidate by Hong Kong courts. For more, we are joined by David Jang from China Insider. David, always great to speak with you. And we have been speaking about Evergrande's liquidation for quite some time and what has been happening there. Talk to us about what you believe will be the impact on the global real estate market. Will there be a domino effect? We first have to see if mainline courts, the three courts that are supposed to rule on the case of Evergrande, accept the decision by the uh, Hong Kong court. And if they do so, then we will see a uh, mainland-wide, I guess you call it market impact. Now, globally, I know that Evergrande had filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy in the US, uh, the United States. So that portion has already been shielded off. And I think that most of the impact is going to be felt in the domestic Chinese market. And I believe it's going to kick off a, a dramatic series uh, of uh, discoveries, I would say, for Chinese investors and banks to find that how much they can really claw back from this uh, liquidation will be, I, I, in my view, tremendously low in comparison to the amount of debt this is just Evergrande we're talking about, but there's more than one developers in China facing very similar situations, just not as uh, recent as Evergrande in terms of development. David, for those who are unfamiliar, just give us an idea of how we ended up here. How did Evergrande end up in a mess where it's owing more than 300 billion US dollars? It's a situation of not telling the terminal patient that the disease is uh, very much terminal uh, until it is already too late. And this is being lied to by the entire hospital, so to speak, until the very last moment. And this is really coming from the outside factor. But keep in mind that this ruling from Hong Kong was not even driven by domestic pressure. It's driven by foreign investors who essentially told Hong Kong uh, court yeah. officials that they need their money back. And talk to us about the steps the Chinese government may actually take to try and reduce the broader economic impact of the liquidation. Is there anything they can do or try to do? One of the ongoing efforts is to drag this pl uh, restructuring before the uh, liquidation as long as possible to sort of uh, kind of wait for the economy to regenerate so that they can uh, sort of pain and, and push this down the road. But so far, I don't see any real plans because what's waiting for them after Evergrande are other developers like Country Garden, who basically have, you know, together with Evergrande, I believe, more than 500 billion in debt. So the, it, this is a mounting issue, and it's yeah. not one that they can systematically solve. Is this about regulation? Should it require regulatory change to try and prevent this and to see, I guess, a post-Evergrande crisis? Because we know that uh, the Australian government, heavily reliant on China for income and revenue, is saying they are watching very closely. We think about the iron ore stocks that are sold from countries like Australia to China as well, and just how reliant the world is on China being maybe not the biggest economy, but at least one of them, because they make so many things and also just a huge consumer economy there now as well. Um, talk to us about what the government may need to do when it comes to regulation. Any appetite? The government has actually pushed back uh, or, I guess, relaxed on uh investments into the real estate. But uh, I, I question how much of that will be impactful given the confidence issue. That's not solvable, solvable by uh, regulations. It has to come from policy changes uh, from the very top, which I don't see it happening anytime soon. 
When we talk about this domino effect, how would that play out in a worst case scenario? We would essentially see the collapse of the entire real estate sector in China, or the beginning of that, which is about 30% of the overall economy. That doesn't just end there because it ties into local governments and their financing vehicles and hidden debt, uh, the shadow banking industry, the overall economic consumption and, and, and uh, everything that runs around the real estate. So this is not really just a singular issue. It's the start of multiple issues going uh, combust, combust mode. Yeah. All right, David Jang, as always, appreciate your time here on Ticker. Thank you. You are watching Ticker. More right after this. You're watching Ticker. We'll have more in just a few minutes. 